You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Good evening, everybody. We are so glad to have you here tonight. You have tuned in to Authors Up, and we're hoping that you're making this your favorite place to be on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. We are surely, surely, surely glad to have you. We hope you have had just a wonderful week and a wonderful Sunday, a wonderful Sunday. But I don't want to start doing too much talking this evening because I always like for my co-hosts to welcome you. They get angry if I don't let them talk right in the beginning. (laughs) Oh, so there she go, Ruth. <laughs> oh, see. So we're going to keep them happy tonight. How about that? So why don't you, you get started, Victoria? Why don't you welcome our guest tonight? Well, welcome, everybody. And, of course, I have to say welcome to my bronze girls. Just really grateful to be here another night with you. You all know I love you all so much. And so um, welcome, everyone. And how about you, Ruth? Well, I think Victoria said it best. Just welcome, everybody. Love you guys, and glad we're here. <laughs> that, that that last part is so important. I'm glad we're here, too, because there's, <laughs> yes. a, there's a lot going on out there, guys, and, and some, mm-hmm. of it's, some of it's good news, some of it's not so good, but you know what? We are mm-hmm. indeed still here, and we are here grateful, and we are yeah. here just Honored to have the opportunity to welcome listeners onto our program and and uh, have have you guys join us on Sunday evenings. So we want to keep with our usual protocol, and that is that we're going to tell you a little bit about our week, what's been going on with us. Um, so uh, what what have you had on tap, Victoria? Well, I'm still working on my health maintenance program. I'm happy to report that I'm down about nine pounds, and I'm just so excited. 
<laughs> even with my a little cheating a little bit. But um, you know, it's it's been consistent and I'm feeling pretty good about the changes I'm making. So um in April I'm gonna um I want y'all to hold me to it. Gotta get the exercise going. So I used to walk a lot but after I had COVID, I, you know, kind of everything just kind of stopped. So my aim is in the month of April to get back to walking and see if we can get those pounds further down. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. But that, that's it for me. Just had a break last week with, um, you know, the spring break for school. So I took a few days off just to relax and just be with family, and that was pretty good. So I'm good. That's awesome, awesome Victoria. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> And what about you, Miss Ruth? Well, I had two uh, significant events this week. I had my first day at work, which was awesome in in and of itself. Of course, we're like, you know, because of the COVID restrictions, it was only like six people there, but, you know, it was still great. But the only thing that made it not so great was the fact that I had gotten my second COVID shot the day before, and everything hit me at once. So it was oh, wow. like the chills, the uh, nausea, the oh. it, it was not great. I mean, I made wow. it through the day, most of the day, you know, because I can flex my time. I laid it through most of the day and got home and then took like a four-hour nap, ate some oh, dinner, wow. and then went back to sleep. So, yeah, it was, you know, and this is just something I, I want to tell everybody, you know, whether you're a Christian or not, take it seriously you know just because mm-hmm. somebody says oh you know you're going to be sick that doesn't mean you're speaking things into the atmosphere just take it seriously and just right. be aware of what your body can do and cannot do and you know what we're all getting older and yeah, yeah. some things are going to slow us down so no we're not wonder women anymore we just have to slow <laughs> down and take care of ourselves and Right. You know what? A smart me would have said, you know what? I just got my shot. Let's start on Monday. But honestly, right. I was too excited to do my, you know, I, I wanted to go to work. Right. So right. there's no mm-hmm. excuse, and I probably wouldn't change it. But at the same time, even my boss was going, you know, if I'd have known, I probably would have sent you home. I'm like, okay. Right, right. So <laughs> either way, it was a great day, but, you know, just yeah. take it, it could have been better. when you're getting yeah. that second shot. Yes. So I'm on okay. the mend now. I'm better. But it, it, it's just one of those things where you're just like, you know what? We're not super Christians. We're not super women. We're just here. And, you know, things yeah. are going to happen and, you know, deal with it. So, gotcha. yeah, that was my week. Okay. You know what? I'm glad you're better. Good. Yes, we are. We are glad you're better. And that, that really Thank is you. good good advice, um, mm-hmm. Ruth, because we have to we have to pay attention. We really, really yeah. have to pay attention. Uh, and and everybody's journey is not the same. Everybody's health journey is yeah. not the same. And mm-hmm. um, I did very good with the first one. You know, I talked to myself yeah. all the way over. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. be one of those people that get sick. I'm not going to be in pain. I'm not going to be, you know, and just did all of that. And, you know, sat down in the chair and yep. she, she said, take a deep breath and it was done. You know, it's painless, and I haven't had any problems, and I'm grateful for that. Now, I take my second one, I think, on the 14th, 
and um, mm-hmm. prayerfully, you know, I, I won't have uh, any issues with that either. But the main thing yeah. for me was to make the decision to do it in the first place. Right. Um, and, right. and it's a, a decision that I'm glad I made. I'm glad I've done it. I'm glad it's almost done. And um, I encourage people to get informed and do what they think is right for them to do, uh, mm-hmm. whichever way that happens to go. Um, I I wanted to ask Victoria something, though. Victoria, you were talking about your exercise journey and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you do you go uh, five days a week? Do you go three days? Do you go the same time every day? Does it vary for you? No, I hadn't been going um, the same time every day because the schedule changes. But I had um, I had been trying to consistently walk every day at least at least five days a week, at least, mm-hmm. and at least mm-hmm. um, thirty minutes. So okay, um, I got I got to work it up. Back to that, but you know, I'm starting with doing one mile, and then I'll go to two miles and see how that goes. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it, but it's just okay. being consistent. It's just even if I just do the first day, 15 minutes, I just got to get back out there, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll, yep. mm-hmm. I'll feel better too. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm I'm going to ask you to shoot me a text message whenever you do, whenever you okay. exercise. I will do it. Um, because it was helping me before to have that little yeah. bit of accountability. Um, and I have to, uh, I just have to begin. Yeah, you me know, too. Sometimes yep, me it's too. Not, mm-hmm. not difficult to follow through. You just got to get started. Got to get started. And right. I, I right. know, what was it, a couple of years ago when the church had that, that health challenge and um, mm-hmm. he was up doing videos in the dark. It was like 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> Something crazy. And I was out there doing my little videos, you know, getting my walk in. And, yeah. and I managed to do a 5K twice. So I know oh, I wow. can. wow. You can do it. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I know I can. I just can have do to it. get yeah. disciplined yeah. and get back in the swing of, of wanting to do it so you know, I okay, well, I promise you, you. That, if you will. Okay. I promise you. And listeners, yes. you, you be out there and, and, you know, whenever you do your exercises or whatever, you know, just say to yourself, I hope Andrea's out there walking. She's going to walk today. <laughs> <Yes. gonna> walk. <laughs> uh, Put me in your conversation somewhere so I'll have a good report when we come back next week. But I tell you what, let's talk about this week and talk about what we've got going on tonight. Uh, Tonight we have a special treat for you, and I mean this is a special treat. If you could see me, I'm just grinning from ear to ear because I'm so excited (laughs) about what we've got tonight. Me too, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we usually do my time story time, and we were slated to do that Um, today. uh, That's usually an opportunity opportunity that we give our listeners to participate in the writing process um, by submitting character profiles. We give a title of what the story is going to be, and we have at least three people do a character profile, and then Victoria and Ruth and I get together and write the story that we present to you on a Sunday evening. But this time, one of our listeners decided to submit a story rather than a profile. Now, you're going to get to meet her, get to know a little bit about her, 
and she is going to read her story to us tonight. So please send us some hearts. You know how we do. And help yes. us welcome a faithful listener, Serena Davis. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, authors up. It's a right. pleasure to be on with you this evening. Thank you. <laughs> we are well, so we are happy to have you. Yes, we are. And I'd personally like to thank Serena for being here. Serena is my first cousin, and she has been a faithful listener from the very beginning. She's just been very supportive, always tuning in, and um, even sent us a character profile the first time we did the My Time Story Time. So I'm just so grateful for you to be here, Serena. Thank you. Thank you again. All right. Well, why don't you start? Start tonight by just telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I was born in New Bronx, New York. Um, okay. I have seven brothers and sisters. Well, I had. Okay. I have five now. <laughs> okay. Um, I have one child. Um, I am a graduate of the high school of fashion industries, and I graduated from Lehman College in 2017 with a bachelor's okay. degree in sociology. I work. I currently work for the Department of Ed. I've been working for 23 years, and I am an assistant teacher for special ed. And I just love okay. teaching. I love working with children. Um, I have also served in my children's ministry and my church for like four years, mm-hmm. and um, just just out there working hard and just doing what the Lord asked me to do, and All staying right. faithful. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have you always um, wanted to write? Tell us a little bit about that part of you. Okay. Well, I I like writing. I love writing. I love just writing my thoughts and my ideas um, just to get out whatever frustrations or just happy moments, just getting the pen to the paper and just writing it down. I used to keep a journal um, Mm. when I was younger. So now I just do a journal, and I just love to write. I just love to write. Just dive in there, my fears, my hopes, my dreams, um, mm-hmm. my happy moments and my unhappy moments. And then from time to time, I can go back and look at it and see where I may need to improve upon something or just say, you know what, it's done. I did that. So moving on now, you know. So writing is just a good release for me, good stress oh, release. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you are definitely in good company because we all like to journal. And so we, we encourage everybody we talk to, uh, when we hear journal, we start smiling because that's us. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> so what we're going to do right now, Serena, we're going to ask you, let's go ahead and hear your story, and then um, I believe then Ruth will have some questions for you. But let's go ahead and hear Serena's story, everyone. Let's send up some hearts okay. for Okay. Woo-hoo. Okay. So the title of this storyline that I was presented with was called Flight 325, I believe. I'm not sure. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm just a little nervous, so bear with me. It's all right. All right. Okay. Sandra was preparing to travel with her 14-year-old daughter, Rachel Lee, to a quiet place in Canada. They both have been so excited to get away for a few weeks for some fun and relaxation and to see some family members. Sandra was already packed and ready to get to the airport. On their, on their way, she started thinking about how far for the past five, how for the past five months she and her daughter had not been getting along. 
There was constant arguing, door slamming, and Rachel Lee locking herself up in her room to avoid talking to her mother. Sandra was hoping this trip would do them some good. To her surprise, Rachel was more than happy to leave for a little while, so she thought. Once they arrived, they both noticed that there was a lot of unusual busyness throughout the airport. As they went through security and waited for their passports to be checked, there was news about this coronavirus pandemic, how serious it was and how quickly it was spreading and how people were dying. Fear gripped Sandra and her thoughts of going somewhere to just relax and build on her relationship with her daughter started to fade. She did not know what was happening or what to do. At the moment, announcements began, began about flight cancellations and how the airport would be shutting down. TSA officers were leading people towards the exit as quickly as possible. It was clear to Sandra that going away to Canada was not going to happen. She wasn't even thinking about the money that would be lost. Her only concern was about health and safety. As they made their way out of the airport, they could see and hear the people around them talking about this COVID-19 pandemic. That just made Rachel and Sandra more upset. Once they arrived at home, they settled down, and Rachel began to spray their luggages and clothes. Sandra was surprised but relieved that her daughter was doing something to help stop the spread of this unknown virus in her home. Afterward, Rachel took a shower and placed her clothes in the laundry and began to mop and clean. Sandra was sitting down on the sofa drinking a cup of tea because she was so afraid and scared and needed to relax. She had started watching the news and tried to make sense of this newfound information. Although Sandra and Rachel Lee had not been getting along these past few months, watching her daughter clean up and wipe things down warmed Sandra's heart. Once she had heard about what to do and how she'd need to do it, she realized the city would be shut down for the next 90 days. Sandra began to do a check on groceries and other items that were needed. So then she asked Rachel Lee if she wanted to go with her to the market, and Rachel Lee said, sure, Mom. Once they had gone out to the store with their mask on, they bought more masks and gloves and more cleaning supplies, along with extra milk, eggs, some canned goods, and meat. The store was a little bit crowded, but they did not mind. This was the first time in a long time that Sandra and Rachel Lee had spent quality time together. After dinner, Rachel Lee fell asleep on the sofa next to her mom. Sandra kept watching the news about the details of the virus and the cause and the symptoms. She sat there thinking how would she be able to live in the same house with this angry, hormonal teenager without killing her. <laughs> also, she would, she would now have to work from home because she was the pupil accountant secretary for the Department of Education in Manhattan. But she decided to think positive. She realized this was God's way of binding the love that they have had for one another as mother and daughter, and they would be all right. Sandra thought about the trip that they were going to take, but then realized if the whole world was affected or would be affected, then staying home, remaining safe, would be the smartest choice. Staying safe was the key, and remaining healthy especially for her daughter. Ladies, that's right. my profile. <laughs> <laughs> that Yay! was awesome. Thank Yay! you, Serena. Thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> good <laughs> job. Was, A good job reading yeah. it. You did well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yes, you just, you know, I, I think I want to tell people that usually it's just a conversation between us. So, you know, you don't even have to worry about anybody else hearing you. But you did awesome. Yes. yes. Thank you so oh, much, Miss Ruth. Yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit, what, what made you write the story? I wrote the story because I can relate to these unprecedented times we are living in right now. Dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, I was able to compare this story of my own life living with my adult daughter and the day-to-day struggles of life and learning how to get along with one another and to laugh and just being able to lean on God, trusting him to bring families together, bring her and I together. And um, because it's, it's of today that we're going through this, that, that, that struck a chord in me. And I said, you know what, I can do this. I can write on this. So that's where I got my inspiration from. And that's good. And I think most, you know, most authors will tell you that, um, you know, their inspiration um, comes from everyday life. You know, it's a lot personal. So I think most writers will tell you that you'll find a little bit of them in everything that they write. So um, I think you did a great job um, mapping it out and just writing out your story. Do you, um, I know you said you journal. Do you have any preference for just, you know, do you just write um, about what you experienced or do you do any nonfiction uh, or any fictional writing? Do you write any stories on the side? Or is this your first no, one? No, I do not. I, I, no, this was my first one that I've written. But um, when I journal, it's just my day-to-day activities or mm-hmm. whatever I have been through during that week or um, whatever's going on at the time in my life, and just my thoughts and how I feel about certain things, my own fears, my own goals of what I want to accomplish as I get older in this life. Um, But basically, Mm -hmm. no, I have no, it's not nonfiction or fiction. It's just my my own just personal day-to-day struggles or day-to-day accomplishments and just writing, just, just having a piece about writing. Um, something that I like, you know, um, I love to draw. So I, I, I sometimes uh, mm-hmm. draw and I paint. So um, when I paint my pictures and when I, when I draw them out, um, I'll just sit down and I'll just start writing about what, what it would look like if I did this or what it would look like if I did that. So it's no preference. I just love to write. I just put whatever I'm feeling oh. on paper. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, do you have any plans for more writing in the future? Uh, you, do you still journal, or is that something that was more of a past tense? Mm, I still journal here and there. I don't do this okay. often. I do more reading now, um, okay. and my job has us pretty busy. But um, I just journal here and there, and I like to write for you guys. When you guys put up a, a script for the, um, the, the stories, the themes, um, the my mm-hmm. time storyline, I find that to be very interesting. So I can kind of relate <laughs> to many of the topics that were given prior. So I love to just, you know, continue with that, just write a storyline on that or a character profile on whatever's being given to me. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you Serena. Uh, Andrea, do you have any questions? Andrea? Well, I, I tell you, Serena, you may have, have – um, 
put yourself in in the in the hot water pot because when you say that you <laughs> like to write <laughs> based on the things we're putting out there, we're gonna be looking to hear from you <laughs> for mm-hmm. every. Well, that'll be great. That'll be great. <laughs> We've got going because that is that is that is a wonderful thing. And I I did want to to explore a couple of things with you is. I know for me as as a writer it was very difficult uh in the beginning for me to share what I had written uh with other people. Um is this the first time that you have shared something that you have written and and how did you feel about it when we you know said you know you've got a story on your own and we want you to share that. What did that feel like to you? Okay, so basically it's like a two-part question. <laughs> so I would say this. This is not my first time that I've shared a story. Um, when I was mm-hmm. attending college, I've, I have written um, my, you know, my, my classwork and things like that, essays and like that, and I have stood up in front of the auditorium full of people and read my essays because they had graded me with an A on them and everything. But, no, this is not my first time writing for anybody. It's my first time writing for a broadcast show. I apologize because I love authors up. But um, I have read it from the public before. Um, I have did many activities within my church of having to speak about mm-hmm. um, maybe the seven last words or whatever we were teaching the children in ministry. So this is not my first time. And I have even written plays to my church. We did a okay. program and I wrote awesome. the whole play. I wrote the whole mm. So this is not my first time, but this is my first time speaking with a broadcast, a broadcast show, which I'm very honored mm-hmm. to have the, 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 I'm very honored to be able to share with you guys what I've written. Well, we're, I'm a little we're nervous. <laughs> I got to breathe. That is okay. <laughs> You're doing fine, Serena. You're doing yeah. fine. Um, we're we're we are honored as well because when we mm-hmm. began uh, this program, we wanted to make sure that we uh, opened some doors for people and that we were able to not just introduce writers who who are currently published, but to help those who have a desire to write uh, to have another outlet and to have another platform. So this this is, uh, I believe, uh, something that is just almost tailor-made for you. Uh, You have a desire to write. You've been writing. You've been writing in different formats and different different, uh, uh, platforms, so to speak. So so it is really our joy and our pleasure to be able to open things up for you just a little bit more. Um, and I want to ask you. I don't. I don't think Ruth touched on this, but I, I do want to ask you. In the future, would you like to publish uh, a book? And if so, what do you think it would be about? Well, speaking for in the future, I believe I would. I would like to write a, a short, a short book, <laughs> a small book, mm-hmm. and it would be about the, um, the mending. Of a broken heart. Um, that's mm. a personal, personal journey for me. Um, mm-hmm. And what are the steps that you would take to mend a broken heart? And how mm. you are able to come out of what you went into. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I would like to do. Because um, maybe I can help somebody else. Maybe there's, mm-hmm. well, there may be many people 
who don't know how to deal with a broken heart or the loss of a family member or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But a broken heart is a broken heart, no matter which way. Um, so that would yeah. be like a writing. That would be the type, the type of book or just a little synopsis of what I would like to help somebody else with um, because we all out here to help other people. Um, my, mm-hmm. my journey um, and my, mess, my message may be a message for somebody else. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've been through some things in my life. So um, mm-hmm. that'll, that'll, that would be where I would like to write, Ms. Um, Hines. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, just mm-hmm. to heal from a broken heart. You know, mm-hmm. um, what do you do? How do you do, how do, you do that? You know, okay. um, maybe feeling like you don't know where you're going to go. You're going to lose it all. You know, you can't survive because this person's not here anymore. What do I do? And mm-hmm. I know the first thing is that we must lean on God and trust and mm-hmm. know that he will mm-hmm. bring you out of whatever it is that you was in. And if just keep mm-hmm. leaning on him and lean not to our own understanding that God will bring mm-hmm. us out and he will heal our broken heart. So that Amen. would be something that I would like to do. <laughs> and, and when do you think you might be getting started on that? <laughs> it's not like she saw it, huh? She said, she, she said, she said, future. <laughs> she said, future. Then she said, we might want to get started on it. Well, I don't know. Maybe after after this school year, I would say, like maybe in July. You know, I would like to start mm-hmm. maybe putting that together, and I would ask my cousin, how do I go about it? How do I begin? Uh, mm-hmm. um, and things mm-hmm. and some literary help but maybe in july Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) you you heard it here first maybe in july in july (laughs) you know and that serena you know on authors up when you put something out there we're coming back at you (laughs) 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 so we're going to be encouraging you to to begin that journey and and i really think that um you have you already have it in your head and your heart I can hear yeah. that. So all you Thank need to you. do is pick up your pen and pick up your paper and begin. Um, and I think you will have, you know, a literary product, whether that's going to be a short story or a little book or a pamphlet or just, you know, something about your journey in that area. Uh, and I do believe exactly in what you said, that what when we, when we are writing from our heart or doing anything, uh, from our heart, it always helps somebody else. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Part of putting it Amen. out there is the realization that you don't go through what you go through just for you. Right. You go through it to yes. know that exactly. you are able to help somebody else to grow and somebody else to, as you said, get get through. Um, because there is one of, one of the things you said that really stuck out to me was simply the word healing uh, because we need Mm -hmm. healing in so many areas and there's brokenness for people in so many places. And I think you have, um, uh, if that is the journey that you want to start on, then I think it's, I think it's going to be a good one. And I hope that some of the things that um, Ruth has talked to us about uh, in terms of writing tips and, and things we need to do and know how to do, I hope that they will be very helpful to you um, 
on the next phase of this, which is going to be coming up when school is out in July. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to slide that in just one more time. (laughs) But Serena, you have done done a very good job uh, with your story. And just so the uh, listening audience un- understands, we um, we came up with a title for this, and I guess you're saying, well, what what is Flight 325? What did that have to do? Uh, Serena, we had a different storyline in mind, and I really just compliment Serena in saying, you know what, I I I want to write about this from this perspective. And she mm-hmm. did such an excellent job in doing that that we wanted you to see that, you know, it, you can do it. We want people mm-hmm. to be encouraged out there to say, you know what, you can do it. We interview a lot of authors and a lot of people who were all already published, but to see uh, Serena just kind of step out there, make that bold move and said, no, you know, I, I, I got this. I can write about this and go yes. ahead and write her story about yes. it. I just yes. thought this was wonderful. And, and you. you all send up so more hearts because she really, Thank really you. I really it. enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed writing it. Um, I, I, I had called my cousin and I told her I was up until like 1130 and I was just <laughs> writing, you know, the thoughts were coming in and I can mm-hmm. just picture the whole scene and she said, because you wrote a story. And I said, oh, wow. And she said, you're supposed to do a profile. I said, okay, wait, I'll get back to you on that. And I went back and, <laughs> and I did it all over again, you know, because I just could really relate to when you guys gave out that topic, I, that script line. I could relate to that. So it was just very right. interesting to me. And I just, the thoughts just kept coming. You know, the one thing about me that I, that I amaze myself with is that when I begin <laughs> to write a thought, um, it, it, it could be a thought of this, like the story, Flight 20, 325. I saw, the, I saw the, uh, the whole scene in my head. I began writing, but then there was other things that were coming up as I was writing. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. And I just started writing. I just kept on going. You know, so I mm-hmm. amazed myself that way. And I said, I know that's God <laughs> that's putting things in my head because this wasn't here before. And I said, right, right. that would be a great point. And then that will be a great point. You know, so I, I, just, I, just, I just like the storylines. Like, I find them very interesting. I love listening to the show, getting different ideas, different positive feedback for different areas of my life and other people's lives. And I really just enjoyed it. I'm just grateful that Authors Up has given me this wonderful opportunity to come on this evening and to share my story and to let other people know that just take a leap of faith, write your story, yeah. tell your story, yeah. encourage someone to do the same. My, my journal may help someone who may be struggling with mental illness or a broken mm-hmm. heart or um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, being dismissed from a job after 20, 30 years. So if you have, a, if you have something to say, write it down. Write it, mm-hmm. you know, journal it, continue to write, you know, put your feelings on the paper. And it really is a great stress reliever. It really is. So I thank Office Up for this opportunity <laughs> this evening. Well, we thank thank you. you. We thank you, Serena. (laughs) And I tell you what, and I I hear Ruth in you uh, with her tip to just start. Just start writing. Just start writing. Yep. Yep. I couldn't have said it better. That is is a perfect segue to you, Miss Ruth, because I know you have a tip for us tonight. So tell, tell, 
tell us what you have for us to help us with our writing journey. Absolutely. So tonight, you know, we, we want to talk about the language that you use. So good writers can make their readers experience the stories that they write by how they use their words, you know, how using concrete details appeals to a writer's senses. You know, I think this goes back to the, you know, don't, sh- you know, don't tell show. So, um, this is interesting. So a, a 2012 study at Emory University researched monitors participants' brain activity when they read metaphors involving texture. So they used the sentence, you know, he had leathery hands, you know, as opposed to he had strong hands. And when they said, you know, when they used the word leathery, it lit up their sensory cortex, which is responsible for perceiving texture through touch. So they were able mm-hmm. to experience that text, they were able to experience that touch just by how the author used language. So, Hmm. you know, it places the readers into the exact scene that you described. So, you know, this is not, if you're not a flower, you know, if you're not into flowery language like that, you know, that's one thing, write in your own words. But, you know, think about the words that you can use and people will experience what you're trying to say. So um, here's a few examples. You know, if you, you know, think about the visual. You know, here's a, uh, an ad. You immediately glue your eyes to the skip button's countdown clock and wait until those lingering seconds finally slug by. You know, it makes <laughs> you feel how long that is. Auditory, mm-hmm. but the 20 pen slips below were so hilarious and shocking that my laughter pierced through all my colleagues' noise-canceling headphones. How about touch? Let your well-formatted paragraphs put her attention on a guillotine hold or sense and taste. Turn bland writing into zesty sound bites. You know, think about the language that you can use and think about what your, what your reader, what you want your reader to experience because Again, you know, words are very powerful, and they can mm-hmm. leave a lasting, you know, the words that you choose can leave a lasting sense, a lasting, you know, impact mm-hmm. on, you know, the reader that you have. So, you know, think about that as you write, you know, that the words you choose, they will be able to experience. And that's my tip. I like that. Good. Thank, Thank, you. I like Thank that. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Ruth. Yes, I like that. I like that. Ruth, you always give us some good things, and and I hope that we are, you know, applying them. <laughs> Those of us who are mm-hmm. trying to do things on this journey of writing, um, because you mm-hmm. really have given us some good things to think about every single week, and we do appreciate it. And yes, you um, do. you're welcome. We uh, we're coming to a, a wrap up tonight. Is there anything else, Ruth, that you would like to to uh, say in closing this evening? Well, I just want to, of course, remind our readers that we love getting emails. We love hearing from you guys. So if you want to shoot us a message, shoot us a request. You have some ideas over content or you're an author, you want to share your work, you know, get, send us an email at authorsup at gmail.com. 
Okay, and how about you, Victoria? You have any closing remarks? Just to um, thank Serena again for coming, and just to thank her personally as as my cousin, family, and my sis. Thank you for the support, and I I really do appreciate it. And I'm so glad you got a chance to be on here with us tonight. You know, we we normally you know or, or you know interview people who've already published, but just to hear the excitement. In, in you tonight, Serena, and it just excited me. And my cheeks are hurting from smiling, but I just, I just thank you for being here. And just to tell our listeners, too, you know, remember to take care of yourself, like um, Ruth and yes. Andrea were talking about earlier. Just take care of yourself during this pandemic. Um, just, t- just practice that self-care. And um, join us next week. I, yeah, that's all I can say. Just thank you all for being here. <laughs> I am am right in line with my co-host in thanking you and and Serena. I tell you what, there's there's nothing that's impossible, and there's nothing that that uh, a, a right door won't open for you to achieve your your dreams and things. And who knows? Yeah. Who knows? One day after July, we'll be saying Victoria uh, <laughs> will be saying, "Get the book! Get the book! Get the book!" <laughs> Davis. Wouldn't that be exciting? Oh. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. you. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> I want to say thank Please, you to okay. Victoria and the whole Authors Up broadcast. I appreciate this this day, this time, just to share my story. And I thank you so much for the encouragement. And I thank Aww. you that um, Authors Up has encouraged me to step out and get involved in writing and the ability to write effectively and to encourage others. So I thank you on this evening. May God bless you all, and happy Easter to all. And I'm yes. just so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, you are, you are more than welcome, Serena. And thank you, listeners, for being with us tonight. This was a first for us to be able to mm-hmm. open the door and have one of our listeners read their work. And we, we are grateful uh, for having the opportunity to do that. And, you know, we are here every single week, and we will be here again on Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson-Poole and Ruth Griffin, and there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up. Up.